0: Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co/ slash regrow. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <coughs> Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of... Meh. and the Lincoln Journal stars Steve
1: Sippel surprisingly good
0: this is Early Break with Sip and Jake sponsored by Gaina Trucking
1: welcome back to Hour 2 on a Monday Steve Sipple. Jake Sorensen Early Break I'm going to say it's a fun show. I'm going to say uh, an interesting show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Nebraska again 28, 23 losers to Purdue over the weekend. Now 3 and 6 overall. Now 1 and 5 and dead last in the Big Ten West this season. Hey, uh, thanks to Bagels and
2: Joe, by the way. This yes. coffee from Bagels and Joe is incredible. And it's my first cup of the day. Is it help you perk up? Yeah, now I think the show's really going to rev up uh,
1: now. Like Harrison's muffler outside.
2: <laughs> Harrison's got a bad muffler on that thing. What is that thing he drives? I don't know what it Some is. Some kind of SUV. Yeah, and It sounds like a dragster. Yeah, it does. That's the first thing you notice. Like, look at Harrison's muffler thing. It's so loud. He's like, yeah, I know. He's, He's like, yeah, I know. It sounds like there's a dragster sitting
1: out there ready to rumble. I like it. <laughs> He's I like laughing. it, Harrison. Yeah. You know when Harrison's around, for sure, <laughs> that car comes around.
2: I bet you, you rip that thing down O Street, and it's, does it sound wonderful?
1: <laughs> it's the bars of that thing. You know Harrison's here.
2: Uh, uh, um, okay, do you, you got to give something away or something? Not yet. We'll do that at the end of the segment. Hey, can I give a shout-out to the, yeah, please the, do the Navy guys that jumped out of the plane and landed on the, in the stadium on Saturday? That was incredible. Like I would say this about Nebraska and I really want to give a shout-out to their management staff, the game management staff at Nebraska. <laughs> they do put on a hell of a show. Like, those those guys that landed in the stadium, that was that was uh, riveting. I mean, I, I th- those guys, you talk about guys, and I think – and I didn't <clears> read – Chris Bazinette wrote about it. I didn't read it, but I heard him talking about it in the press box. Those guys, you know, they jump like, – like, one of the jumpers jumped – almost 800 times. He had jumped almost 800 times. And Chris asked him, how long did it take before you felt comfortable? He said about seventy five.
1: You know, keep it right there. On that note, we're, we're gonna do this right now. It was just, this is don't worry about Harrison, we'll just we'll find these guys. We're, we're doing something every every week now on this show and in the rest of the shows from Beatrice Bakery okay. down at Beatrice, where we're giving away okay. a uh, a basket, kind of a, a care basket for for people.
2: This this is a good time of year to do
1: that. And and we are gonna give away our basket to the Wings of Blue parachute team. That Wings came of Blue. Yes, it was the Wings of Blue parachute team that came down. We will locate them. We will give them uh, a gift box from us on uh, behalf of Beatrice Bakery. That's our uh, that's our guys of the week. For entertaining us. Yes, that's That right. was
2: incredible. And again, the, management, the, the game management staff at Nebraska does, I'm telling you, they do an
1: incredible job. <laughs> so, everything is great up until the game. <laughs> Sounds like what Mike Riley said that one time. Everything is great until the games happen. So, again, we'll, we'll give our our box of the week to the Wings of Blue Parachute team for uh, their impressive uh, display at Memorial Stadium and what they do for us, also. Yes. Thank so, you. thanks. Also, you can, you can order anything at beatricebakery.com. Uh, we will give them their box, though, there. Okay. Nebraska, again, sip, falls to Purdue 28 23. It seems. Pretty obvious this team is not going to a bowl game. It would be a downright miracle for that to happen. Yeah, they'd have to beat Ohio State, number
2: six Ohio State. They would have to beat Wisconsin, winners of four straight, Mm -hmm. including a resounding win against Iowa, number nine Iowa, on Saturday, in which Iowa gained 130 yards. Or excuse me 156 oh, yards of total offense thing. they had 30 yards in the first yeah, half 100, right? 156 yards of total offense for the game and then of course Iowa at the end yeah it would be it would really be incredible if Nebraska beats Ohio State on Saturday now i'm hearing from people and i told you that say how dare you how dare you not give Nebraska a chance to win that game i give, of course i give them a chance but it's just it just seems I mean, it doesn't exactly stack up perfectly for Nebraska right
1: now, right? No, it does not. I mean, uh, they, in
2: terms of where Nebraska is mindset-wise and where Ohio State
1: is. So, my my question becomes this, though. I mean, you have a full month of the season left. You know, today is November first. You have your last game, Black Friday, against Iowa. You, have, you also have a bye week this this month as well, in between Ohio State and Wisconsin. Are we talking about a full month of just a very uncomfortable conversation, though? Is it going to be a full month, or is yes. it be, or does it become more obvious? By the, each Saturday that passes, by the time we get to Iowa or the Friday of Iowa, it just it just feels like, hey, we know what's going to happen here.
2: Well, again, we both alluded to the fact that there's still support for Frost out there, um, and you have to be respectful of that. And I don't know. I mean, come on, I don't know where Trev Alberts is going with this. I mean, I just, I. It, there's there's a mindset that says for instance um let me see there's like I, I, here's here's for for instance um I'm looking through my emails there's there's definitely support for frost
1: on oh, Hold on. I'm trying to. SPN searched this far for the support. It's hilarious, though. The fact it's not one of the top ones. All right, I'll find it somewhere in here. I know, I know there's a one person supporting Scott Frost in my email. So know, there are. Tape, no, though. There
2: no. I mean, I, I read Francis earlier. Um, okay. Reading your co- latest column in the Journal Star disgusted me. Saying this was the beginning of the end of the story for Coach Frost and ridiculous is ridiculous and shows how you've used your position at the Journal Star to the detriment of the Husker Athletic Department. Mm. Um, Interesting. I understand the love for Nebraska football. What sad? What saddens me? This is from another. This is from another emailer. What saddens me is that no coach is ever good enough. Um, mm. If Coach Osborne wasn't winning championships. Nebraska wanted wanted the legend out. Solich and Pelini didn't win enough games or championships. Um, now it appears Husker Nation is giving up on Coach Frost.
1: Okay, well, hang. On, I stop right there. Like, it's different. It's different. Those guys were close, like a- actually close, not like close to winning a game. They were close to getting over the hump right. for the whole deal. They had a winning record.
2: Frost is 15 and 26. I read those just to illustrate simply to illustrate that there, there are people out there and in, including my my brother Marty, who's a longtime fan, I don't mind mentioning his name because we had a long conversation yesterday that, and, and he's a <coughs> he's a very thoughtful guy, an attorney in Florida and he he believes that it would be premature to to move on now. That we've tried that. That's what it comes down to. It's Jay. different. It's different. But people. Now I'm just telling you the other voice. People say we've we've tried that at Nebraska. We keep moving on. We keep moving on. We need to stay the course with this guy and see what see what the result is. Now it comes down to what I have said. What I said last week. We have to revisit. I think, and that is two things. <laughs> okay. First of all. How much do you trust your eyes? You have to acknowledge, Jake, and I, as do I, that on October 9th, I asked you that question. And you said, I trust them. This, this program is moving in the right direction. With? October yep. 9th. Okay? Yes. Three weeks ago. Correct. So all of the sudden now, you, you are saying that your mind flipped completely in two games. This- now, some people would suggest that's irrational.
1: And I would say, well... I my eyes gave me the expectation that Nebraska was going to carry on that momentum of that game and Northwestern those back-to-back games and become the team we thought they could be this year, right? Get over the hump, beat Minnesota, beat Purdue, go into November needing one win to get to a bowl game, not all 3 of them. Like they let you down. You're right. After the Michigan game, I thought this team was going the right direction. It was a tough loss, but man, they played well. The nation was watching. It was a tough, rough loss at the very end. But three they, weeks ago, right? But uh, things can fall apart in three weeks. Like you, you ask yourself, you know, do, do these close losses? At what point does the team just break mm-hmm. and say, "Well, it's just it, we we can't do it. We're not good enough. Mm-hmm. We're good, but we're not good enough." I don't think that game broke them because they played alright. I mean, they came back against Minnesota and they should have won the game, but they imploded at the very end. They had a bad start in that game. And, you know, they couldn't, couldn't keep up with their mistakes. The Purdue game, you're up. You're down. You, you, you can't make up with your, your mistakes. I just, Here's the second. I just wonder if this t- team believes they can do it. Okay, well that's
2: sort of, that goes along with my second question that I've been asking myself. Number one, do you trust your eyes and what you see? Number two, and this goes along with what you just said about the players. Do you trust Scott Frost overall plan? His long term plan. Now that why do I say that goes with the players? Because what I wonder is do the players trust the staff at this point? Is there full trust? You know, because that's critical. I mean, I read I read Ryan Day. Or, excuse me, CJ Stroud said that about Ryan Day that we, the reason it works is we have full trust. I, I trust my coach, he trusts me. You can't, it, and CJ Stroud, the Ohio, Ohio State quarterback, said it can't work without that. Okay. Is there, is there, do they have that? And, but does the fan base trust Scott's long term vision? To answer your question, are we in for a month of difficult discussion and uncomfortable Back and forth. Yeah, we are probably. I think we are.
1: D- does that change though if they get blown out by Ohio State could, and or Wisconsin? Yes. Like, but if if you're three and eight it heading to Iowa and you've been blown out in two straight games, fo- one following a bye week again because yeah, Wisconsin's yeah. following a bye week. Hypotheticals, mm-hmm. hypotheticals here. Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, how much does it change if they be- win one of those games? Well, changes. It
1: might if they beat that's Ohio the State. It's going to change
2: quite a bit. Right. It's here's what it comes down to. I think almost everybody, not not everybody, though, not everybody. I mean, there's people at this station you wouldn't say this about. I think every almost everybody wants Frost to succeed. I mean, I think the the large majority of the fan base wants it wants it to work. And that's what creates a lot of the
1: discomfort. But you want him to deserve the time to do it. (laughs) Right. Right? You give us, you know, a, yeah, I want Frost to succeed, but I also want you to go deserve the time. I understand.
2: It takes to do so. But wouldn't you agree with that that the majority, and I would almost say the vast majority of the fan base wants wants this to work, right? And that create that's a lot of what creates the discomfort. Do you agree with that? I do. Okay, I think that's I think that's important because that's what's creating a lot of the okay angst. We have calls. I, know, but I, ha- I really hang on. We'll
1: get these calls. Uh, but there's two, Jason and Jeff. Hang on a second, those guys. There's two back-to-back texts that are like so different. I want to hear your response okay. to this. And the, okay, here this is first from Joe in Boulder. Okay, okay, Joe. he says, "You saw Scott after the game. Did he look like he has any answers? He said he didn't talk. To the, he had the captains talk to the team. Well, right? that's a tactic that's very common. Okay, okay. I mean, Scott. Okay."
2: Hold on, Joe. Yep. So Frost didn't address the team at length after the game and said he had the captains do it. That's a tactic that guys use sometimes. Coaches use. It's sometimes. not that that didn't throw me for a loop. Um does say- Scott look dejected and worn out? Now I heard people that said that. It looked like it looks like it looks like the coach has not given up, but he's these clearly dejected and doesn't have it what did he look like i didn't think he looked that bad i mean i didn't i didn't think i didn't think that when i was sitting there um i asked him the question is it more even is this loss even more disappointing considering you're coming off a bye week and he said this loss is disappointing no no matter how you slice it um so what's the other text
1: oh the other one is from jeremiah Uh, jeremiah jeremiah in south carolina says I don't want to scrap four years because of the last two games. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you I would have, say what the last four years have not been great, Jeremiah. Right. <laughs> but but again, it's you have to
2: acknowledge that just three weeks ago, we were saying, "Look at this! Look at the the energy in the stadium! Look at Nebraska going toe to toe with Michigan, number nine ranked Michigan." And you know you could say well yeah Michigan just lost to Michigan State then you'd say well wait well, yeah like Nebraska should have beat Michigan State too by the way and you could, you could look at it and say Oklahoma's nine and O Nebraska had had Oklahoma on the ropes now again again the detractors are going to minimize those now and they have a point oh this is tough this is a tough one Jake because of what I said I, I this is good therapy for us most of the fan base wants this to work and that answers your question yeah this is a tough conversation. I don't think it's. I don't think I'm misjudging any, anything by saying most of the fan base
1: wants this to work. But they're also, I think, smart fans and realize, hey, you know, he's got to earn it. You've got to go earn your chance to make this work. And right now, you're 15 and 26, and you're dead last in the Big Ten West, and what is, I believe, a very average division this year at best. The division's average. <laughs> Cass...
2: Kaz, by the way, said never been part of a team as a player or coach that used that tactic, having the captains just talk to the players and not the coach. I I
1: did know about that. Well, that's fair. That's why uh, I can't speak. I'm not not in the locker room. That's why Kaz will be on tomorrow. Uh, Okay, let's take a couple calls. Jason, you're up first. You're on early break. Go ahead.
3: Hey, guys. Good morning. I don't even know what I'm thinking right now. One minute I'm all fired up about this, and one minute I'm all fired up about that. I I've call I've, on this on this station. I said one to three wins this year before the season started. Most people told me I was clueless on the show, or you know, if I saw somebody I knew, they heard it. I hope I'm wrong. Maybe maybe they'll bounce back. But sometimes you just got to trust your instincts and your gut and what you see. Frost is trying. He's working hard. He's a good enough guy. He gave his heart and soul as a player. Mm-hmm. I knows his dad was a Husker legend. His mom was an Olympian, mm-hmm. former Husker track coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frost does not need to apologize to Nebraska, mm-hmm. but this ain't working. I mean, you you got to get a sense of things. It's like when Callahan was down, like uh, when the t- 1997 national championship team was there and we got smoked at home against Oklahoma State. I mean, it was like, okay, that this is the end of the Callahan era. We still had some more season to play. Osborne had a decision to make. he was A D at the time. But he, it was just it was just loud and clear. It the frost era is over. And this, the athletes and Scott Frost, you know, who they don't need to listen to Jason, some forty something guy calling mm-hmm. into a, a sports talk show. If they're mad they should be that's mm-hmm. fine. But we've got higher standards around here and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we 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 rode Osborne hard. Yep, mm-hmm. we rode him all the way. I wasn't a part of that. I was just a little kid, but they rode him hard. Mm-hmm. And he almost left for Colorado. That would have been terrible, you know, looking back. Mm-hmm. But we knew with Tom, guys, that we were playing sound football. And, yeah, we struggled to beat Oklahoma for a while. And we struggled to win some bowl games. But Tom constantly reinvented himself. And he did. we played sound football. We're not playing too sound of football these days. And I know they've had some close games, and they deserve credit for that, and Scott's trying. But sometimes the job is just too big for somebody. To me, that's pretty clear. That was ultra clear after last year's Minnesota game. To me, that was the end of the Frost era. So so depleted, mm-hmm. Minnesota rolls in here. Pulls a rank on Nebraska, you know. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, that was wrong. Anyway, I don't even know what else to
3: say, but thank you, guys. Thanks no, thank you, all.
2: Jason. No, Jason – You hear so much disappointment in his voice. And again, that's what I'm talking about, Jake. You can tell Jason wants it to work. But, But you can also... Yeah, I mean... It's not working right now. And again, the judgment you have to make is... Do you see enough that leads you to believe that it can work? Do you trust his plan? Do you trust it? I mean, they... How much of this discussion and the other the other part of this today that you have to ask is how much of this discussion is just influenced by one player? Number 2. <laughs> I mean, how much of it? Well, a lot of it is, but still
1: it's not just him.
2: Special teams are better.
1: Well, defense they-
2: isn't falling apart, but they don't have enough around Adrian to compensate. But that loss is on number two. Yeah, was I mean, not, everybody he knows was not that. Good in that ball game No, it was Saturday. on him. It's on him. Okay. I hate to say. I mean, is that, is that going too uh, he, far? It was, it's on him. Yeah, is that he, going he too far? He had a very I hate poor to do game. That I mean, you know my background. Yes, I, I'm the last guy to criticize Adrian. But I mean, he uh, essentially threw five picks. Now, at what point do you allow a quarterback to throw four picks? A lot of times, a quarterback's not allowed to throw four. Do you understand where I'm going with yes. this?
1: Again, I, I this is all the what if I just wonder how much that game changes if the pass at the end of the second half to Toure is caught and it goes in for a touchdown up by ten at halftime. What's what's the conversation? Did we like? lose Jeff. Jeff's gone. Jeff, Jeff. you're still out there. Call back, Jeff. I wanted to hear from Jeff. Four six four five six eight five. Um. Yeah. It's <laughs> there's just so many levels of disappointment and frustration. Again, though, it's interesting. I mean that.
2: That now that's maybe Jeff calling back. It, it's interesting that just three weeks ago. See, you don't want to be irrational, guy, right? That three weeks ago, we said the words. This looks like it's going in the right direction.
1: But you can also be deceived because sure. when the, when the actual I mean, it's not a bad when answer. the actual follow up happens and it's not going the right, right. direction, you say we got fooled. Uh, I've I've been hearing people. It's just fool's gold. All these some of these games are just fool's gold. And when it comes to Beating somebody that's that's your level, that's your actual level, or even lower than you, you just don't win those games. It's it's problematic, it's disappointing, and <laughs> that's... The, we, we have this conversation far too often because that's what we see. You, we're not making up fake stuff here on the show. We assess with our eyes what we see, and you are right. After Michigan, things appear to be going the right direction, but it's all about... The follow-up, and the follow-up was a clunker, two in a row, and one was following a bye week on your home field as seven-and-a-half-point favorites. It's
2: fair. It's fair.
1: What's the excuse for that? What's the excuse No, No, what you just
2: said is all fair. It's all fair.
1: Okay, we've got Curtis. Curtis, you're on early break. Go ahead.
3: Well, good morning.
1: Hello, Curtis.
3: Um yeah after the game, I went to the tailgate at Tanner's, and I was standing in line. the guy asked me, uh, "Is it the coaching or is it uh, Adrian and i said, well it it is Adrian, but it's on the coaches that don't take him out of the game when he's not playing well or he's injured. Um, but that's kind of how I see it. Mm-hmm. The coaches mm-hmm. when somebody's struggling, and you got it's the next man up. Mm-hmm. And that's what it should be, and it, it's John Scott for that. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to say. Okay, thanks, Curtis.
2: Well, yeah, then it opens that discussion up. That's sort of uncomfortable because you don't know what it looks like in practice with Logan Smothers. I, I don't. We don't see it. I mean, for fans, please understand the media does not see practice. What's that picture look like? I know what the picture looked like in Logan Smothers' four appearances this year in backup duty. Well, most of it because at Michigan State. He played in the when the game was in the first half. He looked good. I mean, Logans looked good to me, but it's a very limited snapshot. But his numbers are good. I think he's seven for eleven passing. I think he's run for sixty nine yards on about five very small sample Five point eight per carry. Yeah, very small. But you're curious,
1: right? I'm curious. What's
2: that look like? What does it look like? Does it get? Does it give? Does Logan Smothers energize the offense? Now, again, to reiterate, Scott Frost said after the game, "This is not a story." Adrian Martinez gives us the best chance to win. He will be our quarterback. It's possible Scott could change his mind, um, but I uh, that was pretty definitive yeah, after the was. game.
1: It was. Uh, we'll talk some hoops next time. Before we get to break, though, Sip, we've got to have a serious conversation. And well, this, I think we have for no, well, almost two It's hours. serious. It's serious, and this is about holiday light shows. It's oh, important oh. to get this right. It's important, yeah. Sip, to get it yeah. right. You can't yeah. just make – You'll drive down the street and hope to see somebody go to something that's definitively good. It's actually good without questioning it. And that, of course, is in Seward at the Magical Lights of Seward. Starting Black Friday to December twentieth. You can go see it. It's a twenty minute light show. It's not a display. It is a light show. Half mile loop over there by the by the fairgrounds. Okay. At Seward. Okay. And it is linked to all sorts of good Christmas music. It's okay. I know we're not quite to Christmas yet, but when we're getting ahead of Time here, right? Okay? Right, 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 right. If you want to make sure that you win this holiday season and see the best light show, Magical Lights of Sewer, you can get tickets at magicallightsofsewer dot com slash ticket, the twenty bucks per car, okay. it is worth it. You got to sign up because these these guys get so packed up there; it's hard to even get in. Oh, you got to wow, got to find really? a time. And right now, caller four is going to win a pass. We're going to give him a pass today on the show. Again, wow. you can't use it until the fr- Black Friday all the way to. December 20th, but uh, caller four right now at four zero two four six four five six eight five a win a free pass to watch the Magical Light Show of Seward. Anywhere, anytime from Black fun. Friday to December 20th. We'll make the appearance out there in late November as well, but I hope you guys check it out. If you don't win today, again, magicallightsofseward.com slash ticket for more information. I like there. that. The Oop. Magic of Christmas in Seward, Nebraska. You got it. That's right. When we come back, hey, let's talk about something positive. Nebraska basketball looked great yesterday. We'll talk about it next on Early Break on The Ticket.
2: If you're always searching for your next great adventure or seeking answers to complex questions, if you think of yourself as someone who takes charge, is there for others, breaks down barriers, or sees the world for what it can be, then you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets with these traits and others to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers. See yourself here.